others. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Day by day, feel it start to fade. Left away and look the other way. Count the night, pain on the open side. Tonight's rundown. Jay Prince. Who? You guys know who Jay Prince is now, right? Now I know. <laughs> Pusha T, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, Top Dog TDE Entertainment, uh, Future, and Tina Shea making the show for the second straight week. Wow. Huge show. When I saw that, I said, oh, I think he might have forgot to delete her from last week. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, on a different merits this week, um, she has earned her way back on to our show. Um, welcome to another edition of Bro Talk Live, the best show on the internet for you by us. <laughs> Bro Talk Live back around the mark. My name is Jason. Let's kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up, bro? Dexter here. Guys, I'm so excited to be here. I really feel like this is going to be a really fun show. And if you guys are listening on the podcast or anytime after um, whatever today's date is, what's today's date? The the 5th. The 5th. So if you're listening to this on the 6th, like it's just just keep listening. <laughs> but like tomorrow, if you guys are in the Philadelphia area, come by Warm Daddies at 5 o'clock. I'm a part of the Patty and Millennials uh, podcast, live podcast taping. That sounds like a male strip club. The Warm Daddies? It's this. I've never been there before, but I heard it's like yeah, I heard it's like really, really good food there. And we're gonna be doing a live. Huh? I don't know about that. What? The really, really good food bar. It's okay. Oh yeah, Warm Daddy's has really, really good food there. Whatever, (laughs) whatever. And um, we're gonna be there. We're gonna we start at five o'clock tomorrow. So if you guys are in the Philadelphia area and listen to the show right now, like please come by. Awesome. Um, you know we could do live shows too if you guys all move to LA. Like you said, you're you going can to move to Philadelphia. No, like you said, you were going to do eight years ago. Oh, well, you guys. can move wherever, literally everyone else. Everyone lives. else is in Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, Not yeah, you are red states. I don't do red states. Let's move over to Ty. What up, Ty? <laughs> I'm okay. Um, I've been asked off camera to be extra ratchet today because William's not here. But actually, my dignity says that I need to be just who I am. <laughs> I didn't ask you to be more ratchet. <laughs> I just asked you to um, to just bring it. That's all I asked. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate me that I had to hype these guys up. You know what I'm saying? They're a little I'm bit... Uh, and I'm the, I'm the straight and narrow person. Plus, my career is on the rise. I can't <laughs> fool around with you guys and um, getting caught on... bottom feeders. <laughs> Being caught on camera acting a fool. Everybody else do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Educational leadership. I do. Did you guys uh first of all, before we get into the show, did you see uh Lil Uzi was about to fight <laughs> this boy, Rich what's his name? Rich kid, Rich kid like in, in Philadelphia. See Ty, like I said, everybody else does it. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Uzi like pulled up on him and he was about to um go ham. And if you guys haven't seen the video, uh Head on over to a Bro Talk Live Instagram page. Dex will post that a little bit later. But um, it was it's just funny how he was standing there awkwardly 
and um <laughs> and not at all threatened by Rich the Kid and his entourage. So shout out to um Lil Uzi Vert who has turned out to be uh the Savage of the Week. I think we should have that award, right? Savage of the Week. I like that. I like that. You like it? All right, put it in stone. <laughs> Say it so. All right, so shout out to Lil Uzi. All right, number number two. This is where we're going to. Uh, Drake is the big um, news of the week because one of his uh, former managers, Jay Prince, um, father of the person who discovered him, Jazz Prince, um, decided to tell Drake to calm down. So the question of the day is: Is Drake going out like a sucker? The story of Adidon came out uh, soon after we posted the show last week. Um, so we didn't really get to talk about it too much. Um, but in that song that uh, Pusha T released, he also released his artwork with Drake and Blackface. Um, Pusha responded on Twitter by saying, please stop referring to this picture as artwork. I'm not an internet baby. I don't edit images. This is a real picture. These are his truths. See for yourself. Um, there was also a rumor going around that Drake was offering $100,000 in exchange for information on Pusha T for some reason. Um, so Pusha decided to say on Twitter, you got $100,000 floating around for info. Can't no money, can't no amount of money create skeletons that don't exist. Hashtag I'm upset. Um, in that song, the story of Addie Don, these are some of the bullet points that we were able to <laughs> grasp <laughs> from, from this lyrical assault. Um, in the song, he, Pusha T, implies that Drake's dad leaving uh, broke something in him. Um, he also mocked uh, Drake's producer, 40s battle with multiple sclerosis, to which uh, the National Academy, I think, of multiple sclerosis decided to respond on Twitter and said that they thought that it was disgusting that Pusha T would uh, go there. Um, Pusha also exposed Drake for trying to hide the fact that he impregnated a porn star um, while he made efforts to clean up her image for social media. Pusha believes that she nor Drake can escape her past life. Um, he also exposed Drake for fathering a secret child and calls Drake a deadbeat dad um, like his father for neglecting his fatherly duties. Uh, to that, Drake decided to release a press release on his Instagram page saying, uh, I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify this image in question. So none of that other stuff mattered to Drake. He just wants to clarify the black they say. This was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life when I was an actor and I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. The photos represented how African-Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, who was also an actor from Sudan, were attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions. Drake, who also started in Degrassi, starting at age 12. Uh, this was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry right. and to make a point that the struggle for black actors had not changed much. So Drake said uh, he did all this for humanitarian efforts. Um, Jay Prince, who, uh, like I said, was uh, one of the people who helped discover Drake and Drake's longtime manager. Um, Drake still talks to him and uh, he consulted Drake on the issue of the Pusha T song. He said, I think this guy talking about Pusha T is being disrespectful. My book is called The Art and Science of Respect. So it's hard for me to not say he's being disrespectful. It's one thing for me and you to be in a situation. And it's another thing for you to take it out on my mama or my dad. So I have a problem. Um, Jay Prince also said, after speaking with Kanye, I spoke with the brother and he didn't want this. I saw this going to a place that I feel would have ended his career, talking about Kanye's career, if Drake would have put out the song that he had on him and definitely would have hurt families and were not in for that. That's not Drake's character to tear down a man 
to that extent. Um, then news came out uh, after basically Jay Prince said he told Drake not to put out this diss song that uh, Pusha T could be arrested <laughs> for violating First Amendment rights <laughs> and that Drake could possibly take legal action against Pusha T for exposing private information such as his Adidas campaign and the fatherhood. So guys, did Drake lose this battle or uh, is this thing just on ice because uh, we haven't heard a response yet from Drake? What you think? Um, I don't think Drake is necessarily like losing. I think it's one of those situations where Drake overall has more to lose. Like from what I've heard is that um, the Ad- Adenon is what the name of Drake's Adidas line was going to be, which is exactly. supposed to be. Which, which was which was supposed to release around the time it's his CD, which is um, at the end of this month. And I think that like Drake looks at it like, you know, already being in this feud, I've cost Adidas money. I've cost myself money. Like I've I've had something spoiled before it should even got out there to the public. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like I can keep going with this guy. Like I'm sure Drake has like some bars or whatever that he can give him that'll, you know, even if it's not like as like crazy as what push his head about Drake. I think Drake could still come back and have something to say. It's just that overall, like Drake is going to lose more because he's, he's, he's on a higher level than pusher is on as far as like being a commercial, like artist or whatever. Like Drake has a lot more to lose than pusher has to lose. Also um, you, you talked about the statement that Drake released, which I, to me, like that's kind of a big deal because like as a black man, like when I saw that blackface thing, I'm like, this is, this is really offensive. Like this is like really coonish behavior to be honest with you. Like that's like textbook definition. But you had to, you had to have known it was going to mean something like they were clearly professional pictures, but I don't know though. Cause you know, a lot of people take professional pictures, but it's like ignorant stuff. Like you could have taken that like goofing off on set or something like that, but I'm glad that he actually decided like, you know what, let me take a step back and actually explain like what that is. And even if people don't care for the explanation of it, I'm glad that he did give us one. And I'm glad that he put it out there because we were able to capture that, post it out to the Bro Talk page and People TV actually picked it up. So shout out to the people over at, uh, at People TV. Awesome. Um, do you think he was telling the truth though? I do. Yeah. I, I, I just, because you, you, when you look at it overall, nothing else really makes sense. Like you are half black. So... Like what? What else would you be saying? You know what I mean with that? Like I just right. <clears throat> Ty, were you um, acceptable of Drake's silence here? Um, yes and no. Uh, I say receptive, not acceptable. What am I saying receptive? I, know, I just decided you know to forward. Um, <laughs> yes and no. Actually, I have a, a weird opinion on it. Like when you are a top person, um, it's kind of strange, but people try to come up by tearing you down. And I'm not really a big fan of that. Like, I think you should come up on your own merit. I don't see why you would need to, like, I don't know, like Drake really shouldn't have engaged with him because he is on that, like that higher level with more to lose. And it's like, I'm going to engage with this person because now I have to defend myself because now this person is basically trying to come back up. And because he was up at one point, he's trying to come back up on my back by like having me respond to him by going back and forth with this person. So Drake put out a song and really, really probably shouldn't have engaged if he wasn't going to go through the full battle. Cause it doesn't seem like he's interested in dragging this thing out. Pushes. He has more time on his hands. He has more going on. And then people are like, well, you respond to Meek Mill really quickly. And you had, you gave him three days. And that's my opinion too. Like you should have, I guess if you were going to start to engage, you should keep engaging. 
or not engage at all. Like, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Kind of he fell for the trap. The trap was on the seventh song on that Pusha T album, which is the last song. Uh, he fell for the trap of that infrared single. And then Drake released that, um, whatever that song name was. Uh, Duffy Freestyle. Yeah, Duffy Freestyle. And then um, after that, you know, is war. So like, and and someone else brought up the point. Charlamagne, I think, brought up the point because they were on the Jay Prince was on the Breakfast Club this morning, and Charlamagne brought up the point that Drake is the one who started talking about Pusha's family first. Like he talked about Pusha's fiance, Virginia Williams, and um, that's why Pusha said that he was able to you know just go full in because he didn't care after that point because he said the line was crossed. But uh, to Jay Prince's point, did Pusha go too far by bringing in Noah? I'm talking about 40, um, bringing in the baby mama, bringing in, you know, the mom and the dad. Like, do you think he went a little too far, Dex? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I, remember when we were talking just amongst us and I'm like, there are certain things that are off limits. You know what I mean? Like wives, girlfriends, kids, um, parents. Like Those are all the off limit levels. And he but like, Drake touched one of those. So does that mean Pusha can touch whatever he wants? I mean, Drake just said her name, though. Like, he, it's not like he said like anything like derogatory about her. Yeah. But you literally brought up the man's mom and was just like, your dad left your mom. Why is your mom never getting married? Like, stuff like that. It's just kind of like, come on. Like, I, I get it. Person. To be honest with you, I grew up on this rule, and I don't know if other people have grown up on this rule. But basically, like, I never started fights with people. But if you hit me, I can hit you as many times as I want. <laughs> so, but basically, you say- until you're satisfied. Now, do you say I can hit you as many times as I, as I want, but I don't, but I don't touch the face? Like, is there are there limits? <laughs> is this what, are we cat fighting? Like, what are you talking about? When I used to fight, when my siblings and I used to fight, when my siblings and I used to fight, the rule was like we can fight, but you can't hit the person in the face. Mainly because my brother's light skinned. If I would have hit him in the face, like he would have got a bruise there, and I would have gotten in trouble. So I'm always like, let's watch the face. There's always got to be for like me, for me. Like I'm never ever ever going to attack you. So if I'm getting hit by you, like now, like all bets are off. So in that in that stance, like you got what you got. Like you shouldn't have mentioned his people because now I have license to go as far in on whatever family members I need to talk about to win this battle. Like in that instance, I don't think he went too far with the family thing. Everyone's like, oh, the family was too far. I disagree with that. Um, I do have an issue with him um, bringing up the MS thing. Uh, because that that's a um, I mean, that's a struggle. We're not we're not we don't have the technology yet for cures and things like that. People, there are people who are suffering and suffering really, really badly. I, I know someone with MS and the way like you just uh, it's not a pretty sight. And I don't think that um, that was appropriate. Or well, the reason he brought it up was to, you know, according to like the, you know, the descriptions and the. Um, and like the translations, I guess, I guess of the of the lyrics, um, he was bringing it up to throw a shade at Drake for working forty too hard. Um, so that's kind of in the context that it was brought up. That's not. That's, that's not. That's, in that same area that you're talking about, you said like MS is a struggle and you know people who have then, you know, they're really struggling with it. Have you met some of these women out here who, who can't get a ring? That's a struggle. Like if you're a woman and you can't get a ring, like that is a real bad struggle. That I, so you feel I like know all girls, around it was just disrespectful. I'm just saying, I know girls who can't get rings and like, mm-hmm. it's hard. <laughs> like it's a struggle that they really are going through. Listen, it's like my only responsibility girls and rings and make sure that my girl doesn't start getting a ring. I can't help <laughs> other people. 
All right. Um, moving on. Uh, do you guys think, first of all, do you guys think Drake will respond? Do you think he'll listen to Jay Prince? Final verdict. Yes. No. I don't think he will at this point. I think it's a little bit too late. Don't you think? Like there is a yeah. window. I think he's going to listen to Jay Prince. It's over. No, I think he'll respond because he has the CD coming out. So I feel like there'll be some type of jabs on. It might not be what we think it's going to be or where, you know, at that level that it probably should be. But he has to say something on this. But the CD. CD, ain't the CD out this month? Yeah, but that, but. Yeah, I guess Kanye just re- redid his whole album. So. And, and if we, and if we're if we're buying into the narrative that Drake heard this infrared the same time we heard it and through this, this, this album, he can record well, it from there. Yeah, well, there there is um, words out there that's saying that Drake heard infrared before it came out. That's why he had that before it came out. out. Well, that's why I said they had the freestyle ready to go. And I mean, like you said, he might be saving it for the album. So yeah, good point. Yeah, blah. That's a good <laughs> Who made a bigger statement to Texas President um, Trump? Texas <laughs> President. <laughs> The one he wanted invest the one he wanted Hillary to be investigated more than uh a little over two years ago because felt like she had more to hide. <laughs> uh Dex's president released the following statement. Um the Philadelphia Eagles are unable to come to the White House with their full team to be celebrated tomorrow. He released this yesterday. They disagree with their president because he insists, I love how he's talking at their person, <laughs> that they proudly stand for the national anthem, hand on heart, in honor of the great men and women of our military and the people of our country. The Eagles wanted to send a small delegation, but the 1,000 fans <laughs> playing to attend the event deserve better. These fans are still invited to the White House to be a part of a different type of ceremony, one that will honor our great country, pay tribute to the heroes who fight to protect it, and loudly and proudly play the national anthem. I'll be there at 3 p.m. with the United States Band and the chorus to celebrate America. <laughs> uh, Fox News took this Trump uh, statement and decided to remix it by posting videos of Philadelphia Eagles players praying um, <laughs> Before games, not kneeling in honor of the flag, you know, to protest the flag. Um, but they decided to run this copy all day long on their stations. And they got some feedback, basically people saying that uh, they're trying to uh, dis- be disingenuous and paint the Philadelphia Eagles players as anti-military, anti-flag and anti-America. Donald Trump decided to go back on Twitter and write his own tweets um, saying the Eagles football team was invited to the White House. Unfortunately, only a small number of players decided to come. So we canceled it. Staying in the locker room for the playing of our national anthem is as disrespectful to our country as kneeling. Sorry. Um, Once again, no Philadelphia Eagles players kneeled um, or uh, stayed in the locker room this past season for the national anthem. Uh, Donald Trump continued by saying, we will probably be playing the national anthem and other wonderful music. <laughs> I wonder what that other one, was it Taylor Swift? Like what is the other wonderful music? We will probably be playing the national anthem and other wonderful music. Chris we'll bring- um, <laughs> they're going to be playing Chris and Michelle. <laughs> and, 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 and Tina Campbell. What's the girl name that always wears the 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 Make America Great Again dresses? Joy. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Not Rosie Perez. What's that girl's name? I know you're talking Lance about that. Joy or something like that. They'll be playing her music too. Joy Via. That's her name. Joy That's Via. That's it. <laughs> uh, the White House with the United States Marine Band and the United States Army Corps honoring America. NFL, no escaping to locker rooms. <laughs> I love how he thinks players just like run to the locker room when they hear the flag. Like they just cover their ears and they just go, ah, I don't want to hear. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've had many championship teams recently at the White House, including the Cubs, Astros, Penguins, Patriots, Alabama, and Clemson national champions, and many others. National anthem and more great music today at 3 p.m. It sounds like he's promoting like a club. Like, <laughs> like the club is national anthem and other great music day. That's ridiculous. Um, to that, uh, LeBron James and Stephen Curry decide to speak out. It's typical of him. I'm not surprised. I know no matter who wins this series, no one wants to invite anyway. It won't be Golden State or Cleveland going. Uh, let's not let someone uninviting you to their house take away from that moment because I think the championship is way bigger than being invited to the White House, especially with him in there, in my opinion. <laughs> Steph agreed with LeBron. Um, Trump. Also got a visit from Kim Kardashian this past week. Uh, so that's the other person in this whole story. Um, but he's reportedly obsessed with pardons and he is considering Kim Kardashian's request to pardon um, uh, great grandmother Alice Johnson. I think that's her name, who has been uh, in jail for quite a long time. Um, but they say that the reason that uh, Trump took Kim Kardashian's visit at the White House is because he was impressed by her celebrity status. Um, as well as prison reform, quote unquote. So guys, who do you think made more of an impact on Trump this week? Was it uh, the Philadelphia Eagles or Kim Kardashian? The Eagles live it. Absolutely, the Eagles. Because he thinks that he thinks that having Kim there is going to help him get a black vote. If that's what you think is going to help you get the black vote, you have really lost. You're off your rock. <laughs> he did thank Kim and Kanye for um, helping him with the black community. So there's that. The, the America has always had this history of um, racism. Not not just America. <laughs> certain, I, I mean, people. Period. I guess have always had this um, history of hysteria, and this whole thing, like from the Salem witch trials all the way up until the communists, all the way up until you're you hate America if you're not standing for the flag. It's nothing but hysteria. Nobody is kneeling, trying to destroy America or hating the military and all types of folks. Like none of that means any of that. It's all, all they do is distract from real issues and real concerns with absolute hysteria and now justifying their behavior um, by just referring to, oh, you hate America. I'm going to show my love for America. Like I drove by a community that not too far from my house. And it said, like, we support our police. Nobody ever said anything about not supporting. No, there has never been any mention of not supporting police through any of these things. It's just hysteria. And that's what we do. We make ourselves silly and make ourselves look silly with hysteria. And now Trump is here acting a damn fool, um, uninviting people who weren't coming and all types of stupid stuff like that over nothing. That's the second time he did it. He did that to the Warriors last year when they said they weren't coming. And that's when LeBron had to say, you bum, Stephen Curry wasn't coming in the first place. You can't uninvite somebody. I was to my house this weekend. You weren't coming anyway, so what, what is that supposed to do? Right. And I will say, while I agree with that, I do think what kind of annoyed me a little bit was last night when I saw this, this story had broken. I saw that people were saying that they were mad at Donald Trump for, for uninviting them. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like they weren't going to go and or everybody wasn't going to go. But when, when it was a first announced when the Eagles won and people were like, I'm going to go, people were like upset at Eagles players for even considering going to the white house. Right. Now you're mad at Trump for uninviting them. It's kind of like, you can't have it both ways. Also, yeah, I thought I thought it was childish when people were complaining about being uninvited. I'm like, you didn't want to go in the first place. Why do you care if you're uninvited? I don't care. Yeah. Also, I also am very disappointed. I was going to save this for my seat, but I just want to talk to you guys really quickly just right now. 
Where are the Philadelphia, where are the Philadelphia Eagles fans who love Donald Trump? Where are y'all at today? Because y'all have been very quiet, and I really wanted to get a statement from one of y'all, but y'all just won't say anything. How do you guys feel about this? Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. All right. Wait, wait, who do you think we'll get a response from first? The Philadelphia Eagles fans who like Donald Trump or Drake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably Philadelphia Eagles fans. I don't think Drake will release my dog. I'm telling you. All right. Uh, let's play a little game called Stink of Thinking. Um, these are some things that I want you to tell me who is, uh, if, they're, if they're thinking in a stinking way, should they uh, rethink the way that they think? Um, and should they uh, just make better decisions in life? All right, uh, this woman, her name is Shamartez Monique Wissett. Uh, she is complaining because uh, she was supposed to go out on a flyaway trip with Future. Um, Future, according to her, uh, agreed that she could fly out to meet him and that he would compensate her. So this is what her story says. Okay, now that I'm settled in my room, I had to book I'm going to tell y'all. So I've been talking to Future since March. I chilled with him in Miami and went to the studio with him or whatever. And he was so cool and nice. Whenever someone says I went to the studio with him or whatever, that means they weren't in the studio with him. Um, Like three days ago, he told me he wanted to see me. So I told him to book my flight. (laughs) He told me to book it. And afterwards, he would give me my money back, which was a thousand percent of what I paid for my flight. I paid $500 for my flight. So when I got there, he's supposed to be giving me $5,500. Y'all believe that? Just first off, (laughs) how stupid does that sound? Who's going to agree to pay you a thousand percent of your flight for what? Um, He already booked my room and he had a key left for me at the front desk. So I settled in and text him. He called me on FaceTime telling me I'm supposed to be waiting on him in the room with lingerie. For one, lingerie wasn't on my mind when I was packing, girl. I was thinking more of a studio, my nigga. But anyway, I told him I wasn't on that type of time. We talk, but we don't talk enough for me to F him. So Sunday get here. I left to get something to eat and came back and my key stopped working. So I'm thinking I just put the key close to my phone and that's why I stopped working. But I get to the front desk and they tell me that it wasn't working because I was supposed to check out today. I asked them how long the room was booked and they said it was only booked for Saturday, which means he had planned to have sex with me and put me out anyway and not give me 5,500. I'm so happy I didn't have sex with him because he would have F me and still put me out. At least I can say I'm not part of the collection. I just don't know where I'll be in life. And I don't and I'm not about to go around having sex with niggas to get where I want to be. Anything I do, I work for it. It's cool, though, because I have my own money and I didn't do nothing but book another room. LOL. I just want my coins. Um, she also posted the text message, allegedly, that uh, she changed someone's name to Future in um, and decided to post so guys do you think future uh was the victim of stinking thinking or was this girl the victim of stinking thinking in this situation no, dumb as shit like whatever it's thinking thinking being dumb as hell yeah <laughs> yeah stinking thinking i think future was actually very smart because i mean he did, he didn't book the room so it wasn't on his card you can't trace it back to him that's what you think i think i think homegirl <laughs> i think homegirl needs to Take this to small claims court. Yeah, take it to small claims court and not Instagram. Like, that's what you need to do because that's thinking, thinking. And also, you know something's not right if, she, if like, you're talking to this guy or whatever, he's flying you out allegedly and telling he's going to give you money, but you have him saved under his stage name. Like, that's like me trying to hook up with you, Jason, and, like, I have you saved under FKA Urban. Like, no, you don't know me. Like, that doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> 
That's true. She, she said she met him at the studio. So yeah, that's where they hit it off. All right. Stinking thinking number two, who was uh, stinking thinking in this, in this point? Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, a part of her Red Table Talk series, said at 15 years old, Jaden and I remember this day talking about her son specifically. It's probably one of the most heartbreaking moments of my life. You got to a point where you told me straight up, you were like, mom, I have to leave here to live my life. I remember thinking to myself, as devastated as I was, I was like, he's right. The time is now. He's 15. It's time for him to leave the house. She went on to say, being in this lifestyle, in this world, is a bubble. And he wanted out. I understood that because I didn't have the bubble. I knew that having my freedom, what having my freedom outside the bubble, and what I gained from that. I knew the sooner I let him go, the faster he was going to come back. Um, guys, do you think Jada was a victim of stinking thinking by letting Jaden move out at 15 years old? No. No. Uh-uh. Because honestly, he's rich enough to do one of those things. Oh, exactly. Like, to your parents for their, your independence and all that stupid stuff. Um, so I, it wasn't, I don't think it was worth it. He's leaving. Like as rich as they are, like if he's leaving, you're, you can't stop him. So it's like, yes. give him your blessing and move on. You know how annoying kids are at the age of 15? If, if I had a child who was 15 years old and they're like, I want to go, I please go. Just <laughs> go. <laughs> there's thinking. 15 year olds are annoying as hell. That's like that. First year in high school, like good riddance. Uh huh. And this is probably around the time Jaden was running around Paris with that Batman suit on too for Kim and Kanye's wedding. Like, Absolutely was. <laughs> go. <laughs> Jaden was out here living his best life, and I feel him. Look, if I was rich and I was fifteen, I would want to move out too. The only reason I didn't move out was fifteen because I was broke and I had no money to afford no rent. So, um, hell, if I was Jaden, I had my own money. Shoot, move out, wear, move out, wear my dresses, sell my water, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's an icon. Look at him. All right. Remember, remember the story Spotify pulled our Kelly and um, extension cord from playlists <laughs> because they were the abusers, serial abusers. Um, well, they then walked that back about two weeks later um, after industry criticism. And that main industry criticism came from Kendrick Lamar's um, label head, top dog, T the um, head of TDE Entertainment. Uh, he said, I reached out to Troy talking about Spotify's global head of creator services. And we had a conversation and I expressed how I felt about it, about censorship, how you can't do artists that way. I don't think it's right for artists to be censored, especially in our culture. How did they just pick those artists out? How come they don't pick any others out from any other genres or any different cultures? There are so many artists that have different things going on and they could have picked anybody, but it seems to me they're constantly picking on hip hop culture. Uh, He then continued by saying, my whole thing with them was we got to fix this situation. And if it can't be fixed, then there's going to be a real problem. We're going to have to start pulling our music from the site. I was willing to get the whole culture to back out. He reportedly reached out to Diddy and um, other label heads like Dr. Dre. And there were other people in the business, other powerful artists, artists that were willing to back what I was saying because nobody agrees with censorship like that. Guys, Top Dog, is he a victim of stinking thinking here or was Spotify stinking thinking for even removing this and for even trying this, I should say, in the first place? Mm. I would say Spotify was was dumb for that because well, first of all, I don't think you would have got the whole industry to get behind you. Like Jay Z tried to get the whole industry behind Title, and they like him and still didn't do that. So like, 
pump your brakes there, bro. <laughs> I do think Spotify was a victim of stinking thinking because remember when this story first came out, I presented it as a BS report and I yep. said that R. Kelly said they should have tried that shit two years ago, sure. like 10 years ago. He's right. Like you really can't, like censorship is something that just doesn't exist anymore. Like, But I don't, it, but it was a censorship because they were just removing him from playlists. Like they weren't removing his music. They were just taking him off of their, their promoted playlists. I, I don't know, but I still think that's like a form of like censorship though. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're trying to pull something. And I just, I just think there's too many options out here for you to do stuff like that now. Like, like you say that, then it's like, okay, well I'll go to Apple music or I'll go to title. I'll go to YouTube. Like you don't have a monopoly, so you can't do stuff like that. Right. I mean, it, it kind of didn't make sense. But what was about to say? Do you think TD, do you think top dog I keeps calling him TDE? <laughs> He's not the label. Do you think top dog, um, try to flex and try to, you know, use his clout um, to, to get this done. And was that disingenuous for him to do? I think he did try to flex as if like he had enough control. Like just because you have somebody's phone number doesn't mean that you're going to be able to get them to make moves. You can say, well, I call, I mean, well, I call. Well, he could have taken Kendrick Lamar and SZA off and that's, <laughs> that's a lot of streams. Okay. <laughs> But you can't, you can't, you, can't that, take you have to, they'd have to agree to be taken off or you're going to have problems with them. Like, did they agree with that? They didn't I mean, never, they don't have to agree. He's their boss. They don't, they don't have to agree to nothing. They he's a to agree because they're still the artist who yeah, he's a label. They fall under him on the platform. Kendrick Lamar, like, come on, you don't have any control over him. <laughs> I think he does. Can you listen to top dog? I do think he tried to pull the race car too, though. Like when you're talking about like, this only happens within our community. Like, don't say stuff like that when there's reason behind it. You know what I mean? Like, like say stuff like that when it's just like you feel like you're being picked on. But like, R. Kelly really shouldn't be being stringed on anything. Like, this man has done some crazy stuff. Like, I can understand why people be like, you know what? Let's not fool with R. Kelly. Come on. Yeah, but in some sense, I do. I do understand that because there are other artists and other genres who've done crazier things um, or things that are just as crazy, but they don't don't get as publicized. So, in that regard, I, I understand that. So, if we're going to do this whole Basically, what he's saying is it's like it's a it's a slippery slope. Like, are we about to go through and and, and like really start doing this? Like, because we, can. we can't pick. We can. We can. I mean, that's, <laughs> they can go too. <laughs> like, you guys, everybody can go, go too. <laughs> I, I think the problem is that it was the R. Kelly story and the extension court story has become so big um, because because urban media really runs you know what i'm saying entertainment media right now so especially music like urban music media that's it like you don't hear any stories about sean mendes you don't hear any stories about charlie puth you don't hear any stories about Katy perry hardly anymore you don't hear any stories about gaga it's all about black artists so there's a lot of truth what you said Forbes actually last week just released an, uh, this article that said like black radio is like really leading the charge specifically I heard media, but like black radio in general is really like leading the charge and like what they say pretty much like go. So if, if urban radio is reporting on these stories, this is why they're so big. Like yeah. R. Kelly's not like people aren't like really like turning their nose up at R. Kelly because like white people are talking about him. It's not, it's because black people are finally talking about him. And that's the reason why the story is getting so big. And, and the, we have to think about that as looking at our own community as well, though. Yeah. Like we're the ones controlling the narrative as what it seems is what's happening. Then, I mean, we're, why are we eating this type of stuff up anyway if we're so concerned about these issues? Like, we're eating, obviously, people are eating this stuff up. Like, look, any, any 
any platform that's like bringing artists down is getting a lot of play right now anyway. Like people are really eating this stuff up. I mean, because if you listen to like um, was Z100 in New York or something like that, like a Supreme pop station, mm-hmm. something that Ryan Seacrest is on. Um, any story that you hear about a musician on there is either the, mus- the musician has done something great or the musician is battling some sort of medical issue. Like you either hear Selena Gomez is going through depression or Charlie Puth just threw a, a concert for 100 homeless kids. Like, you know, what I'm saying they only report either positive stories or stories of empathy. And I feel like I feel like people in urban media, they don't do that. They just look for the sizzle. They look for the drama and everything. And, you know, and that makes TMZ. So, of course, our story is going to be out there more because no one's reporting on Mick Jagger molesting girls. I'm not saying he did, but I'm saying no one's reporting on that. I mean, if we're reporting on 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 white people doing bad things, they're normally actors or actresses or, you know, some 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 sort of uh, media personality outside of music. So I think that's why. You know, people like Top Dog and people like um, in hip hop, they have they have a little bit more gumption because they're leading the charge. They're the only people that you're talking about in music. You're not talking about white people in music. Well, they're protecting their culture and their image and how and the things that they hold. I mean, that they think are sacred. Like if we think I mean, in a way, it makes sense because they're protecting those things. Um, I'm, I'm sure people in their circles know like, oh, we're doing the same crap over here. But like that's none of your business. Not to say that we should do that. I don't think that that's appropriate, but that's basically what it seems like is happening. All right, shows running longer than we expected, so let's kick this one off really quick. So uh, it started off with Blake Griffin dating uh, Kendall Jenner, and then um, we had Ben Simmons dating Tinashe. Well, now it looks like uh, Ben Simmons is dating Kendall Jenner, and Blake Griffin is now dating Tinashe. <laughs> they did a bit of a, of, of a flip. Um, <laughs> thinking, thinking, or is this the way to go? <laughs> Wife swap. Test the waters, girls, guys, <laughs> everybody. Enjoy yourselves. I mean, I mean, why not? Next, we might have Ben Simmons and Blake Griffin and Kendall Jenner. It's 2018. Ain't nobody judging. No, <laughs> not what we do on this platform. And <laughs> Kendall, Kendall is old. A nice little scandal. Remember when when Kylie was dating like Tiger and Black China and all of them at the same time? Like Kendall, it's about time for you to, to to become a Kardashian too. But you know what's funny about the Kendall story is that Ben Simmons allegedly broke up with Tina Shea because she was doing quote unquote Kardashian shit. Yeah, and he <laughs> ended up dating a Kardashian. He's like, yeah, but well, like, I date a fake one when I can't the real thing. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's it. If I'm going to do it, you know, saying get all the cameras out here. <laughs> <laughs> Not these two little Nikons. All right. Time for racist. One story for you. One story for your mind. All right. So this woman known as Pooh Patty. Have you seen this, this video yet? This viral video? No. Pooh Patty called the police after she asked the black woman to talk to her at the pool because she was depressed and the woman refused. Then in a move straight out of elementary school, she accused a group of picking on her. Um, then all of them started making fun of me, she said. They started making jokes and started laughing at me. So uh, the cop informed uh, Pool Patty that uh, <laughs> members of the racist group, allegedly, um, flagged him down before the incident to tell him about her behavior. Uh, when she claimed that everyone ganged up on her, the cop called her bluff. And as the black folk tried to tell their side of the story, Pool Patty kept interrupting, prompting the officer to threaten her with arrest if she didn't keep quiet. Um, the officer seemed that satisfied with their story and asked him if they need anything else before leaving. No word on what happened to Pool Patty. So, Pool Patty, uh, shout out to you. Uh, you are the racist prick of the week. Moving on. Oh, 
Like, like, uh, okay. Ty, you ready for Q and A? You good? Yeah, I'm sorry, my camera went a little off there. You good, Doc? Q and A. Sorry, this is the part of the show where um you seek our advice and we give it to you, and probably not the way that you're expecting. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point, I feel like people kind of know what we're going to do, and they they write these things to taunt us. Um, Absolutely. So first, spectrum, which is um, like, you know, like you already know that I have a master's in special ed. I don't even know why you would write this to our show. But you think they're trying you? They, they, they're, they're, she's testing me. All right, let's do that one. All right, next one. What else we got? Ghosted. <laughs> topic number two, ghosted. Um, topic number three, soon to be XBFF. And topic number four, proud grad. So we get... I'll take one, and then you guys, I'll let you guys pick one from the other ones. Dex, which one you want? I don't know. They all seem like really good to me. You pick one. I say proud grad. Okay. All right, let's do it. And if you stick with our show, we may post one on Q&A Sunday. Um, The people in the apartment next to mine have a child who screams at all hours. Um, The sound is loud and terrible and wakes me up at night. Um, if I were a baby, I, sorry, if it were a baby, I would try to tell myself it will it will grow out of this. But the child is seven years old and on the autism spectrum. Um, what do I do? I don't feel like I should have to move just to get a good night's sleep. Um, I was here first. They just moved in last month. But <laughs> even today, understand. <laughs> what? Text. Text lost it. You, you got over them quotes, Dex. It's them quotes. Because you know what it is? Like, I look at that and, like, understand autism. Like, you're being sarcastic. They're being yeah, that's very why I have a pause there. I mean, mentally, I am worried. If I say anything, I will be labeled as the um, one who's wrong. I am sympathetic to their struggles um, to a point. Damn. Is there anything I can do? The lack of sleep is messing with me with my job friends tell me to inform them that if i get fired because of it i should sue the family damn heartless damn i don't like you i don't like you like listen what I yeah, look, I, I, look, hold on, hold on. The only thing that I can understand is the fact, look, I have a newborn, so I understand the lack of sleep thing is real. So if I can't get any sleep because your child is screaming, you're going to have to do something about it. I understand that, you know what I'm saying, we all have problems going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are less fortunate than others. But at the end of the day, I have a right, I'm paying my rent to, to live here as well, and I would like to get a good night's sleep at least. You know what I'm so saying? I get you- it. What should you do, put a muzzle on their baby? Like, I don't get it. Put a muzzle, but if you have to move, you might just have to move. I, like, I just moved here. No, no like, I'm, say, I'm not saying them. I'm saying if I have to move, I have to Oh, move. gotcha. It's inconvenient, but you can't really tell. Like you say, you can't tell somebody to, <laughs> can't tell somebody I mean, to move. Family, um, like, I don't think you understand how difficult this must be. Like, I, I for a time, was a special education teacher. And like, um, and I still deal very heavily um, in special education. And this is like a a very painful and difficult journey for families. And honestly, this. But it's not just for families, because clearly it's for the surrounding community as well. But but if you can't get any sleep because the child is sleeping, what do you think the families at the house are doing? All right. Sorry. Go ahead, sir. Um, The child actually can. Um, grow out of this unlike um, I mean they can learn to grow out of this 
Um, but it, it, it does take a while. It takes a lot of work and a lot of resources um, to get the child where um, he or she needs to be. I don't think that your approach to this is acceptable. And I do think these little quotation marks um, offend me to a, I'm a little bit offended by that. I don't understand what you mean by understand autism. Um, Maybe because it's like an ad campaign that they saw or something like that. I'm not sure. It, it, I don't know. I just, I just don't like the, this approach. And if you try to sue the family, if you lose your job, like good luck. They're going to let you waste so much money. And those people are going to take you to the cleaners. You're going to look so, like such a fool. Like you're going to have every advocate, every group. You have no idea um, the resources behind um, this type of issue. You are going to fail miserably trying to sue that family. And you're going to look really, really stupid. So what should they like? What should they do? Dex um, or what, do you, what should they do? Deal. I don't have any advice for you. Um, <laughs> headphones. Get you some headphones. Play your little music while while you're trying to sleep, and call it a day. I would I would turn up some music or something. Um, get you some of those little earplugs. Uh, you can move. You can ask. But if, am I wrong for thinking that you have a right to 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 peace in your house? Like you have that, right to peace, but you might have to figure out to do. Take a little yeah, wine. Maybe well, get you a little ambient. Um, we're looking to buy a house, right? And one of the things that is a must for my wife is that we have a single family home because she doesn't want to deal with stuff like that. I mean, you have to deal like you, honestly, you move into a small closed quarters and that's what you get. That's what you deal with. You deal with noisy people next door to you because that's the life that you signed up for. You know, roaches. So counter blessings. Like, and if you find that there are roaches or things that are unpleasant to you, then it's time for you to move. Like you have the right to to move around, but you can't try to sue them for losing your job. That's not going to work. People, Ty, you started this this suing stuff. You and Will started the mess because that's what y'all do. Y'all always say y'all want to sue people, and now everybody think they can just sue. I people. don't sue for frivolous things like that. I'm not suing because I lost my job because I wasn't getting because <laughs> I couldn't get no sleep. <laughs> like if they sue, you probably weren't that good at your job anyway. Ooh. I ain't All right. <laughs> Let's remix the decks. Let's do um. Let's do number three. Soon to be. Okay. Yeah. The other one's kind of serious, you know. It was too serious. It wasn't too serious. It was just like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, we'll let the people decide. This is me right here. Maybe I wrote this. I barely ever hear from my best friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she cancels all my most plans we make together, even though I have told her that I am not to the point where I find um her cancellations somewhat painful. Um, this has been going on for a couple of years. The only time she texts me that um, quickly is if I'm helping her with something. I keep asking her if things can change, if we can spend more time together or text even a bit. Hold up. This is a man, by the, if you guys are on the podcast, the text here is blue. So this is a man talking about his female best friend. Keep going, Ty. And he has every right. Okay, I'm just saying, keep going. I just wanted to paint the picture for the podcast listeners. She says things will change, but they never do. Um, she had more time for me when um, her marriage was on the rock. Marriage. But now what? She and her husband are doing better. <laughs> she has a demanding job, and I understand this, but I'm, I still miss her and love her. Is there Girl. anything I should do I should be doing differently. Where is the, I'm sorry, when is the right time to let a friendship go? When her ass gets married. Like, what do you mean? Like, I just, 
I disagree with that. I'm not saying you have to let the marriage go, but you cannot expect for the husband to be accepting of you spending time with his wife. Like, I have a female best friend. Her name's Alicia. And once she got married, you have to back off. Like, you can't expect to spend as much time with her as you were spending before. You know what I'm Because if you wanted her like that, you would have married her. But you didn't. I don't think that's true. I have a female best friend who's married. And, like, we text all the time. We don't necessarily hang out. But even, like, I include my girlfriend in the text messages, too. Like, it's it's we're, we're all cool <laughs> together. Like, wait, that sounds crazy. But, like, we're, we're all cool exactly. together. Like, it sounds crazy. But the average person who get like, I had a really close female friend at one point, like once I started dating my now wife, like we kind of backed off too. It you is to. like what happened. You don't have to. Um, I, 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 I think that you should. <laughs> yeah. If you want to stay in that marriage, I think that you, I mean, and I'm not saying that you're more inclined to cheat or anything like that. It's no. just that, it's just that your significant other does not value your friendship as much as you do. No matter what you do, they will not value your friendship as much as you do. So you can't possibly expect them to understand that you want to spend more time with your best friend than them. It's just going to get ugly and you have to pick one. Honestly, I don't do. think you should even say that though. I think you should know your, your bounds. Like, I don't think you should be getting mad. So if somebody's married or whatever, like you guys, are obviously, I don't think you should just not talk to them anymore. Like, I'm not you saying guys- don't talk to them, but you can't spend as much time. You guys are still cool. You guys are still friends or whatever. Well, I mean, I don't see my friends that much anyway, but you guys are still cool or whatever, but I don't think it should be a situation where it's like, we can't talk anymore because I'm married or whatever. And then I also don't think you should be doing this stuff where it's like, you don't talk to me enough. Like not only is the person married, but the person is working. Like I don't expect anyone to just jump up and text me every single day, no matter if they're married, single or whatever. So the fact that this woman is married and she's telling you like, I'm really trying here, but like, I'm just busy and stuff like that. The fact that you're like, getting in your feelings with this i feel like there might be a little bit more to it than what than what you're telling us but on a, as far as far as normal people go i think you're doing a bit too much awesome excellent questions today guys yeah i, I agree with the questions and i do kind of agree um life is hard and when you as you get older your friendships do change and like um although often we are still great friends um we don't hear from our friends as often as we once did even like when we first got out of college for everybody started like their full lives it's just a normal part of life you just kind of take your friends as you can go out of your way to plan certain things but it's not going to be often you're just not going to see them as often or hear from them as often because it is what it is and i think that it's not about letting the friendship go i think it's about letting the friendship transition oh come on i like that like that's growing your friendship is definitely growing and if you let her if you let the friendship go like Something's wrong with you. <laughs> but great right. question, guys. Send us your questions at um, slash Q&A. I'm type right in the box and we'll get right to you. And tune in on Sunday for Q&A Sunday um, and give us your opinion online. That was uh, Ty's idea, Q&A Sunday. So um, big ups to him uh, for giving staff for social media. We appreciate it, Ty. As always. <laughs> all right just a time just a time just a time Kanye West uh, we haven't talked about him all day omitted his name um, he has reached eight number one albums with his newest album Yay um, would you say uh, Ty I knew it happened like this whole cancellation thing it's just not happening <laughs> yeah, he's on track to sell 170,000 copies did you guys listen to it no, no I haven't no I will not 
You guys think I well, listen? I say I'm canceling something I really do. The cancellation wasn't happening because we live for foolery. But you know what's crazy though? People when when it was posted that his album was like eight number one in all these different countries and stuff like that, people were like, I don't see how this, that, and the third. Like these comments are not matching (laughs) this the streams. Like somebody's lying. Do you think I listened to it? I told you guys I I I, I, I might not. Of course you did. I'm I'm almost if I am positive. I'm certain you did. More than more than one time. No, hold on. I did not listen more than one time. I did listen once, but I did of not course, listen more than once. Of course. Once. I had to hear it, but I did not listen more than once. I limited I'm my stream. No, you didn't, my stream. I didn't hear it. I didn't even bother with it. One stream. So there you go. <laughs> I'm a crackhead. 0.0005% of a, of a dime, of a cent, I should say, of a penny. So I didn't give them really any money. They think that their one stream didn't matter, but it did, did it, didn't it? Yeah, like, like y'all talk about them votes. Every vote matters. <laughs> <laughs> My one stream didn't, guess your one stream did something. He's sitting yes, it did. number one. So your one stream did do something. I <laughs> didn't win something. by one stream. Like, what are you talking about? All streams matter. <laughs> All right, so which Kanye album didn't reach number one? He has nine albums. Which one didn't reach number one? Trick trivia. Quick trivia. I said trick trivia. <laughs> dark, twisted, less. 808s and heartbreaks. No, they have actually, both of those actually. No, what's, the last, what's the last one you just came out with? Uh, Life of Pablo. That one. Nope, that hit number one too. Uh, the first one, College Dropout, didn't hit number one. Oh, because they didn't know who he was. Exactly. It got to number two, but it did not get to number one. Um, Kanye West, eight oh, number one Con- albums. Wait, wait. Wait, huh? we cancel Kanye. You make a whole just No, it's not about him. I'm moving on now. Uh-huh. Kanye West, eight number one albums, ties him with blank and blank. Sorry, ties him with blank. Sorry, let me start this over. <laughs> Kanye West, eight number one album, ties him with blank for second most behind blank in hip hop. So who does who else has eight number one albums? Jay-Z. Who else even has eight albums? Jay-Z and who else? I don't know. L.O. Cool J? No, not L.O. Cool J. He doesn't have that many albums. These are two people who are active. Oh, um, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne. Ooh, good guess. Good guess. Wrong, but good guess. Oh, wrong. <laughs> I don't know why I want to say T.I. now. You're thinking too much, Dex. I mean, just think closer to home. Uh, Ty. Will Smith closer home, not no, well, closer to Dex's home as far as in his heart, like not not necessarily Philly. Well, I don't live in Philly. I have no idea. Wait, who lives it? Who's who's a rap artist from Texas? Beyonce? <laughs> not not from Texas, but just close to you, Dex. Personally, Texas is close to me. <laughs> That's where I was born. Um, eight number one album ties in with Drake. For second most, Drake has eight albums. Drake has eight albums, does he? he? He has. He does not have eight. We'll get to that later. But he has eight number one albums. We'll get to that. Um, for the second most behind, who has the most? Jay Z. There we go. In hip hop. So the reason why I didn't say Drake is because I didn't think Drake had eight albums. Me neither. He has. He does not technically have eight studio albums, but he has eight releases that have gone number one. Uh, Jay Z has fourteen. So that's why I was like, if I would have known Drake had eight, I mean, I would have said Drake first. I don't know if I would have said Drake before Lil Wayne, though. But which Drake, which four Drake projects are considered albums? Can we name them? Oh, yeah. Nothing was the same. 
Okay. Um, Ding. Uh, take care. Ding. Thank you later. That too late thing. Ding. And what's the oh, last one? Too late. Yeah, and the last, oh, the one Todd just said is if, if you're reading this now, it's too late. Oh, no, that's not it. That's not. That's not. That's not. It's it's take it's take care. Thank me later. I'm thinking of album covers now. What's the one? What's the one where he was? It was him on in the clouds. Yeah, what's, what's that? that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I can take nothing was the same. Was the first one correct? Nothing was the same. Yeah, that's that it. was debut. Number two was. No, nothing was the same. Isn't the debut? Yeah, this is debut. Nothing was the same. Was the debut? But that's not an album, though, right? Sorry, nothing was the same. Wasn't the debut? No, the, nothing the, was the same. Was the cloud later. one? Thank you later was the first one. The second one was take care. The third one was nothing was the same. Um, and the last one was views from the six. Views from the six. I didn't like that one. That's why I kind of remember that one. <laughs> the other four um, that he reached number one on um, were, if you're reading this now, it's too late. Um, that more life project that he released, which is technically a playlist, not an album. Um, and uh, what a time to be alive with the future. And there's another one in there that I can't quite remember right now. Oh, so far gone. What's number one? Last but not least, what is the only Jay-Z album to go half diamond, which means five million? The Black Album. Ooh, good guess. Wrong. Uh, that has to be right. <laughs> tell you is wrong. Oh, reason, reasonable doubt. Wrong. Well, oh, that's not like, no, I'm not no more. Kingdom Come. <laughs> Dex, you said you've been to like five Jay-Z concerts. You I know, but I don't know his CDs. I don't listen to his music. I just listen to the stuff on the radio. The last one. No, actually, it's volume, um, volume, volume, volume. Volume, volume two, Hard Not Life. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Reached 5 million, 5.8 million copies sold Jay-Z's best-selling album. She came with right. in the man. That was Jizza Time. I told you it wasn't all about Kanye. Close enough. Basically. <laughs> Speaking of basic, it's time for Dex's BS Report. Mm, no, you didn't either. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to Florida today. So in Florida, there's a man that goes by the name of Otis Dwayne Ryan, who has tattoos all over his face. And anytime he comes to the park, parents are always like, what mess is Otis going to do today? So Otis decided to get on the, the, the monkey bar and climb to the very top of it and Scream to the kids. You guys want to know where, where babies come from? Well, babies come from your mom and your dad. They get together and your dad sticks his inside of her and they, and that is where babies come from. He decided to spend 10 minutes on this going into graphic details about where babies come from, what happens during childbirth, so forth and so on. Um, police were called and he was arrested for disorderly conduct. No word on... Um, <laughs> no, no word on any conversations that children might have had with their parents afterwards. Ew. Facebook is actually coming out. Facebook and Instagram is actually encouraging you to send them your nude photos. No. Wait, they're actually they're actually actually asking you guys to do this because it, it can actually protect you in the long run. So if you were to send your nudes to Facebook and Instagram now, what it'll do for you is it'll it'll create a cyber hashtag for you. So if anybody else tries to upload that photo, it'll block it for you. So you know, back in the day when they would be like, if you want to copyright something without going through the actual process, you'll you'll mail it to yourself and you yeah, just won't same. open up that message. Basically, that's what Facebook's doing. So it's protecting you, but you just have to give Facebook access to your new photos. They're saying that they're saying that they don't actually keep the actual photo. They encrypt it. And it's a link that they know just to block it anytime it tries to come up on the social sites. So um, if you guys want to try that out, be be my guest and just let us know how it works out. And 
<laughs> and finally, for you vegans out there, if you guys are thinking that you're <laughs> we go from sausage to vegans. <laughs> if you guys are thinking that you are helping the universe or helping these animals and stuff like that because you're only eating plants well i got news for you a new study out of missouri shows that plants actually know when they're being eaten and it's painful for them and plants do not like it specifically kale and broccoli those who um Plants really don't like to be eaten and they try to do things to stop people from eating them like um, they, they'll toughen their skin up or they'll like rot or something like that. To or keep they'll die. Like, yes, girl. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> to keep people from eating them. And ladies and gentlemen, that has been Dex's BS Report for the week. What was that movie that came out um, with them food? Sausage Party. Party. Yeah, it's just That's like that. That's when I was reading that story. Me too. All right, Dex. Um, I thought you were done, but you're not because you got to do Will segment now. It's time for seats. Oh, double duty today. All right, guys. This is the part of the show called Seats. So basically, this part of the show, just a little backstory. This was created because Brandy did a show in South Africa. Surprise show. Brandy was going to surprise millions of her fans at a packed stadium. With a millions. Performance. Millions. <laughs> Brandon decided to come out of the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me. It's Brandy. And there was only three people in there. And most of them were the cleaning staff. So we decided to end the show to help Brandy out. And we're going to help her fill up these seats. I want to say one more thing. I said I was going to say this off air, but I kind of want to say it on there. Speaking of Brandy and seats. So this past weekend was the Roots picnic, right? And they yeah. had to like pull the show early because of like rain and stuff like that. And there was only- Rich the Kid was fighting, right? Um, it was the same weekend, but he wasn't there though. The Roots Picnic's down at Festival Pier, so they had. But they said, you know, they're like, oh, the Roots Picnic went really well. There was only one act that didn't get to perform. Can you guess who that one person is that didn't get to perform? Brandy. <laughs> yes. Poor <laughs> <laughs> <My> girl. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, seats. Ty, Jason, do you guys have any seats? Ty, you got one. Um, I do, and it's not a terrible seat. I just wanted to know something because it was like really weird. So I was in class yesterday. Um, do you think it's normal to come to class um, to have to do like a presentation? Remind you, I'm in a educational leadership um, class to like become a school leader, principal, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And like, is it normal to give a formal presentation with your shoes off? <laughs> Ew. Well, look, you know, after the long days, you don't know what you're going to get. Did it smell like corn chips? So this guy, he's walking up there and I'm looking like, you know, you don't pay attention to other people's presentations. And I'm like, ah, 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 looking up. Um, maybe he said something halfway interesting that caught my attention. And I look up and this fool is like leaning against the wall, um, like with his shoes off. And <sighs> it was disgusting to me. First you know how all, big of a freak you got to be like to not have your shoes on in public? Like, I feel like that's really weird. Like, I see that all in my grocery store that I go to, I often see people walking with no shoes on. I work at an art school, so you know, kids be walking up and down them damn halls without no shoes on all the time. It is so gross. Like, this is a university. Like, it's people who walk around here. Like, that's really disgusting, if you think. So I'm seeing that guy. I'm like, first of all, it's super unprofessional. It's super weird, and it's nasty. Like, Why, why do you want to feel your feet on that dirty ass? Like, that is nasty. On that dirty floor? Why would you do that? <laughs> you definitely need to see. I'm like, that was that's disgusting. I need to see too. Ugh. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and give my seat to um, Issa Rae. Like, I like Issa Rae. I think she's funny. I'm super excited for Insecure to come back in August. But, like, she hosted this fashion award yesterday, and one of the people who were winning the award was Kim Kardashian. So, obviously, she was there. Issa Rae decided to do her open the monologue and tell You didn't like it? I thought I liked it. You didn't like it? No, I just think it's a little distasteful. Like, I feel like it's one of those situations where if you're on stage and you're doing something or whatever, you have a scripted joke that you're going to tell about someone, maybe you shouldn't tell it if their spouse or maybe a family member is in the audience. I just feel like that's where like, hold up. But but if you had it, like you said, if you had it ready to go and you wrote it out, I mean, you're not going to go out there looking for Kim Kardashian. No, but if if, if you know Kim Kardashian's winning an award that night, you know, or you would expect her to be. How would she know that? They don't tell a host who wins the awards. But you saw Kim on the red carpet. You knew she was nominated for the award. Like, how she see, I don't understand how she saw on the red carpet. Like, I, I feel like you're assuming that she was expecting Kim Kardashian to be there. I don't think she cared if Kim was there or not. She, she definitely did. It was, a real, <clears throat> it was a real possibility. She just didn't care. Yeah, she like, probably I did. It, I think it's closer to a possibility that Kim, maybe even Kanye could have been there than not knowing that she's nominated. You know what I mean? I feel like that makes sense of her to be there. And I just don't, I just think it's distasteful to tell jokes about somebody's husband or wife when they're in their vicinity. I just, because then it leads us to this thing where it's like Kim is supposed to stand up for her man and she's supposed to say something back. And it's just like, and we all know what happened the last time she did that was she tried to stand up to Ron Fest talking about, oh, I'm going to have my kids running Donda and all this other stuff. Girl, you've never been to Chicago to visit anything dealing Girl, with Girl, you've never been to Chicago. And, and they wore her ass out for it. So I don't understand why she feels like she can just go off. Kim thinks she's a black woman. That's the problem. She needs to check herself. Check her privilege. But but like this is the thing though. So you say that you say Kim thinks she's a black woman. She needs to check herself herself or whatever, right? But like if Kim would have checked Issa or said something back to Issa, like she would have been well within like her rights because you she came would have. and and no one and and she, and she probably got dread because people love people go up. But Issa. that's not cool. That's not okay. She like, dragged like, Ron Fest for wearing fake Yeezys when he was well, working cool. for her that's husband. Not cool. That's why not cool. can't why can't her husband just give him Yeezys? Why does he have to fake have fake Yeezys? If you running your mother's organization. There's nothing more disrespectful. Ron Fest gets a seat too, because there's nothing more disrespectful. Like, why would you come up to someone that's like wearing like a fake, I don't know, H&M shirt or something like that, and you're meeting the owner of H&M. Oh, look, I have on your shirt. Not Like, no, you don't. Like, you're basically stealing money from me. Like, that's not cool. That's stupid. Why, why, why did Ron Fest have to get counterfeit goods? That's all I'm saying. He's working. You tell me him. why he decided that he wanted to go get counterfeit goods. Why, why couldn't Yeezy just pr- produce that for him? Why couldn't like, you just go buy another pair? Why would you then put him out on blast on Twitter for that? Because you did it. Because you he criticized be your husband for not helping? Because he criticized your husband for not helping with his mother's organization? Like, are you kidding me? Well, he had she according. You first of you. I know what you're trying to do here, and I'm not going to sit here and, and defend Kanye West and Kim. You're Kardashian. defending that Kanye. I'm not. You're Kanye. You're a Kanye fan. Shout out to you. You wish I was a Kanye fan. <laughs> uh, my seat's going to go to um, all the people saying that uh, the referees are fixing the NBA finals because it's, it was. it's completely ridiculous. I, like, I understand gambling is legal now, and I thought that was a very bad idea um, for sports gambling to be made illegal because it sets a dangerous precedent that you know people can influence games based on money. You know, makes sense. But uh, the fact that people are are now saying that the finals is fixed because of what happened, a, um, in the in game one, which everyone was talking about when that block charge call with LeBron and Kevin Durant, the referees reviewed it. Although they may not have been able to review it a few years ago, they reviewed it and they got the call right. 
Most people would say they got the call right, except for LeBron. Um, number two, it didn't cost them the game. Regardless, they went to overtime. You had a chance to win. No call, no referees calling overtime won the game for either the Cavs or the Golden State Warriors. And number three, the Golden State Warriors won game two by like 25 points. Like, it's not like it was close. So my point is that you can't just be upset because the call doesn't go your way in a certain situation and then blame on the refs. Apparently, LeBron thought that he was screwed and he said this was the worst loss ever in my career. And instead of blaming J.R. Smith, he decided to blame the refs and go off because he decided it was more um, credible to blame someone who he's not affiliated with than to blame someone who he has direct responsibility for. I feel like that's fair. <laughs> okay, yeah. Criticize someone that you have no control over rather than criticizing someone that you have complete control over because I mean because Jason, like if things go wrong on the show, whatever, right? I would I'd rather blame YouTube than blame you, even if it is your fault. Like I'd rather blame them because I because I don't want to have this long time conflict with you because until LeBron James comes to Philadelphia, he still has to deal with JR. <laughs> First of all, LeBron James doesn't have to deal with anyone after this year because he can go wherever the hell he wants. So if he decides to stay with J.R. Smith. That's his own damn doing. Number two, he's the one who got J.R. Smith the extension in the first place. Yeah, J.R. Smith was a free agent. He could have got whoever he wanted. But no, he kept dumbass J.R. Smith out there <laughs> to make the worst play in playoff history. So shout out to you, LeBron. The rest did not fix it. You fixed it by having, A, Tristan Thompson get a ton of money because he's on your own agency. And now he's fostering a Kardashian child. And number two, J.R. Smith. And I feel like it was two bad decisions and you made your bid and now you have to lay in it. Uh, Fatima, holla at me. <laughs> Dex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Don't forget, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and comment on the show. Ty, did you have something to say? I'm sorry. I want to make one comment. I know um, Angela Rye was on um, speaking with W. Kamal Bell. Get them together. That um, Lincoln was the first HBU, and she opened her mouth to try to correct him. Um, I think what did you, you say it was? Like, no. <laughs> he, was, he was right the first time. So I didn't mean, why are you fake correcting him? Like, and I'm not one to get in the middle of the debates. I really um, have a lot of respect for both HBCUs. But the facts are the facts. And we're not doing this. Yeah, we're not going to sit here and... Um... <laughs> She was like, oh, you want to get into that argument? Like, she's like, like she knew the backstory. Girl, you went to neither school. Sit back. Like, calm down. <laughs> it's not your, you don't get into the debate with that. Like, you know, you do not. The only people that can get into the debate are the people who went to A. Cheney or B. Lincoln University. Outside of that, all the rest of y'all don't matter because y'all are not in the debate. Period. So sit y'all back. y'all not number one or number two. Right. <laughs> Nowhere near either one. Okay. All right. Uh, any other comments? We good? I'm good. I had to get that out. I almost Thank forgot. You. I I'm, glad you did. I'm so glad about you did. Me too. It was nice not having never mind. Stop. I'm saying I'm just playing. I love Bill. Uh, don't forget, like, subscribe, tell a friend, comment. Um, for, uh, a show um, due to his conduct last week, but we're hoping to have him back next week. What did he do last week? We didn't appreciate some of the comments that were made. It didn't reflect the uh, show and our views. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, don't forget uh, Q&A Sunday, uh, Music Monday, uh, the shows on Tuesday, uh, Women Curse Wednesday, Throwback Thursday, and um, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We might leave you alone for a little bit, but we might have something up there also. So hit us up on our Instagram page at Bro Talk Live. Enjoy the party. All right, uh, for Dex, for Ty, my name is Jason. 
We'll see you guys bright and early next week. Another edition of Bro Talk Live. You guys have a nice week.